I'm Heather Roberts here with Dr. Katie Drago from OHSU, and we are going to talk the super exciting world of ground level falls. Hi, Heather. Uh, It's a pleasure to be with you. It's a pleasure to have the time to talk about such a sexy topic. We joke, but this is a serious issue and something that I feel like around the holidays is something we kind us younger ish, young ish people take for granted. Whereas when we're spending time with some of our elderly family members, this might be a really good time to talk about their risk of falls. You are absolutely right. Um, I'm a firm believer that we're actually never too young to start thinking about um, balance, good physical health that we can, and habits that we can take with us into our later years. Uh, And certainly you raise an excellent point. This is the time of year that as families gather together, um, we we have more intergenerational gatherings, that um, this may be an opportune time to think about what does mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, aunts, uncles, um, siblings, even that may be older, right? Any older adult that's in your orbit that you love and care for to start thinking about what might the risk be of falling and what might the consequences be of something life-changing like that for the older adult that I love. Let's start with those consequences. OHSU now says that ground level falls are the single most common cause of traumatic injury treated at the hospital, at your hospital. That is a staggering statistic to me. And it's staggering to us as well. Um, This data comes from our trauma system. So this includes all comers, um, car crashes, gunshots, stabbings, falls from great height, any sort of traumatic accidental injury that you can think of will come um, into our trauma system that that functions statewide. OHSU is one of two level one trauma centers. So we end up seeing quite a few people recovering from crashes and other accidents and injuries. And the largest chunk of our trauma population are older adults who have fallen. That's huge. Why is that? That is, like I said, that just blows my mind. Is this a new phenomenon? No, this is not new. This okay. has actually been a public health emergency for quite a few years. Part of it is a function of the fact that for the last couple of decades in our census data, the fastest growing demographic in this country has been those adults over the age of 85. So in part, this is a a consequence of the wonderful pattern of people living into later decades um, and living and surviving longer with chronic illness and with chronic disease. But this is a true public health emergency because the more people, older adults fall, the higher the exposure there is to potentially life-ending or life-changing injuries. I think about things like hip fractures, other bone fractures like pelvic fractures, leg or arm fractures, and then traumatic brain injuries um, are a very, very common consequence of falling, even just from a standing height, which is what we call a ground level fall amongst an older adult. And those can truly be life-changing, if not life-ending. I think those of us that are not yet to those golden years, we take it for granted. We slip on the ice. We might trip over. I know I've tripped over the dog. I mean, there are lots of reasons why we might take a a small little tumble and you just get back up and kind of brush yourself off. It's a little embarrassing and we move on with our day. Mm -hmm. But for these older folks, like you said, this is these are some serious consequences. Absolutely. The stakes are incredibly high um, as we get older. 
falls are actually the number one cause of accidental death in this country among adults over the age of 65. Not car crashes, not other sources of trauma, it's falls. Simple, plain old falls. The good news, um, after all, I know this is this is very sad. Um, and, it's and very bleak. It's very bleak, bleak information. <laughs> But there is a lot of good news here. There have been, there's a huge body of medical evidence and research from the last 40 years that tells us a variety of ways that we can help older adults prevent falls. Um, And those who are living with some chronic risk of falling, say from medical conditions like Parkinson's disease or dementias or heart disease, there are things that older adults, their families, their environments can do in order to help mitigate that risk. So it's not a not an inevitability. This is um, this is something that can be addressed. Well, and you you say that it just the risk is so high for people over sixty five, and but we can prevent this. If we have this conversation, if we start working with our our elder neighbors and family members, so what are some of those steps we can help them take? There's a lot of pretty easy things in our toolbox. Number one um, is to pay attention to eyes and ears, vision and hearing changes that may be more, certainly are more common as we get older, definitely predisposed to the risk of falling. So making sure if you haven't been to the eye doctor in a while that you go back and see your eye doctor. If you need to update your glasses or contacts prescription, do that. Um, If you've got other eye conditions, there are treatments um, out there from ophthalmologists and optometrists to be able to address vision impairments. And then hearing impairment is fairly new. We've learned there is a pretty strong association between uncorrected hearing impairment and falling. So paying attention um, to your hearing uh, and then taking steps to look into hearing aids, other cheaper devices like pocket talkers that are sound amplifiers, um, those can really make a difference. Keeping active is is big, big bullet point number two. Bodies in motion stay in motion and inertia really can kill. So we encourage people that are at some risk of falling not to sit still, not to stay in the house, to do what you can every day to move around, to maintain your muscle strength, and particularly to work on balance. So it's not enough to walk. Walking is great, but walking is really aerobic exercise. Good for the heart. It's good for the the blood vessels. For falls, where the rubber really meets the road is in balance and improving our central sense of balance. There's lots of exercises out there, lots of classes now at senior centers, community centers, parks and rec, lots and lots of opportunities um, to do some balance training But for those who are interested, Tai Chi um, is actually incredibly effective. It reduces the risk of falling by about 50%, and it reduces the risk of having a major injury from falls. If you are at risk of falling or if you are worried you're going to fall, it's really tough for someone then to, to hear someone then tell you, no, you need to get out and put yourself in a position to test your balance. It seems counterintuitive, but it's it's really that mind and body connection and making sure that you're not letting that skill go away. You you are exactly right. Um, I'm fond of saying bodies in motion stay in motion. And so the, that becomes only more imperative as we as we get older. 
fear of falling, which is that pretty much exactly what it sounds like, can drive people to become less active and actually paradoxically further increase their risk of falling by limiting activity. It's more about moving safely and taking on exercise and tasks that really help um, focus on strength in your core, your back, and your thighs. Those are the muscles that are really going to save you if you do lose your balance, which we're all human. We all have moments like that. Um, and then priming those balance centers, all those balance um, control systems with dedicated exercise like Tai Chi. We are almost out of time in the last minute. What other things, are there any other tips that we need to make sure that we're really watching for? My two big tips are medications and environment. Um, so there are a lot of medications out there that can directly or indirectly contribute to the risk of falling, either through causing some instability, some, some wobbliness, contributing to dizziness or lightheadedness or vertigo. And these are not uncommon side effects of a lot of common medications. We know older adults in Oregon, on average, take up to about 19 unique medications per year um, per the Kaiser, Kaiser Family Foundation. Um, so there's a lot of potential exposure out there. So asking your provider, your prescribers every so often, do I need all of these medications? And certainly if you're feeling wobbly, unstable, poor balance, dizzy, lightheaded, or even just excessively fatigued, don't let that go. Talk to your prescriber about this and ask, could my medications be contributing to this? My fourth big checkbox or big bullet point is environment. Clutter is the enemy as we get older. Um, so making sure that you have an, an opportunity with family or with a trained professional, like an occupational therapist, to be able to look around your living space critically with a critical eye towards are the, is this furniture in a good place? Do I have clear paths to walk around without tripping over things? Are there throw rugs, which are the enemy of anyone who's at risk of falling just because they're easy to trip over? Are there throw rugs in the kitchen, in the bathroom, in the living room that maybe could go? Um, and really look around for those risks. Do I need grab bars? Do I need railings next to the stairs to get into the house? Very, very easy things that can actually head off a major event down the road. We are out of time. I know there's a lot more we could talk about with this, but Dr. Katie Drago from OHSU, I really appreciate you sharing your expertise and we just need to start talking about it. Yes, absolutely. This is not something to be ashamed of. This is something we can do a lot about. So take the time, take the time to talk to your family, to your prescribers, to your doctors and to your friends about this. Thank you. You're listening to FM News 100.1 and 1110 KBND.